0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast.
1: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
0: Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hani Balkis.
1: Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse ninety five. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world. It is Monday fun day. Sunday was Sunday fun day. Monday is also fun day. All days of the week are fun days. And I'm very excited for today's news because we're going to be talking about how the UAE foreign ministry has launched a smart service for swift attestation of official documents.
0: Yes, indeed. Everyone who has ever had to attest any form of documentation will definitely be grateful for the ability to do it online. But around the world, TikTok is making headlines once again because there is a lot of talk about the US court temporarily blocking bans on downloads of tiktok will this actually become the reality and will we be banned or will u.s citizens be banned from using tiktok in the u.s we only have time to tell
1: yes and we're also going to be talking about twitter and how it's bringing a read before you retweet prompt to all users so if you see something on twitter you want to retweet it's going to make sure that you've read it correctly before you spread that information
0: Absolutely, and we. I wanna. I wanna know from everyone. Do you actually retweet articles before reading them, or do you go through the article, give it a good read, and then retweet?
1: I. I don't. I don't read articles. You don't Twitter. read articles. I don't. No. Sorry. Fantastic. No. No. I. I don't retweet articles. Not. I don't retweet them.
0: If anyone follows Annie, make sure that you read those articles because he I, doesn't read. I, them.
1: I, I don't. I don't retweet them in general. I never post okay. articles.
0: Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So.
1: I don't feel like that's the platform I wanna.
0: Spread Vote it for, for. Me. Yeah. yeah Makes sense Coming up on Future Talk as well We're talking all about Boeing actually partnering With a company called Healthy To produce UV wands That fight COVID-19 We've talked about the story before But now it has actually hit the news and made reality with hit the air hit the airwaves yes with this new technology
1: and also for our tech this out segment we're talking about tokyo's futuristic taxis and how they're trying to combat the coronavirus a lot of exciting stories today at the pulse 95 studios we're taking a short break but when we come back we're jumping into our daily digital segment
0: pulse 95 daily digital news Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Big news is happening right here in the UAE because we love our smart services. And we're lucky to be living in a country where a lot of things have become very much automated. But the latest things that have become automated is the attestation of official documents. Because the UAE foreign ministry has launched a smart service... For very swift attestation of all of the documents that you need to have attested. Now, customers can actually go ahead and apply for any attestation that they need through the ministry's website, which is www.mofaic.gov or the UAE uh, Ministry of uh, Foreign Affairs online.
1: Yes, and they also have rolled out a mechanism mm-hmm. to complete online transactions through its website and smartphone application, which is in cooperation with the Post whereby documents can be received and delivered to customers without the need to visit customer happiness centers. So it is you can basically do everything online and receive whatever document you want it to be attested Mm -hmm. on the comfort and safety of your own home. And this does come in in line with preventive and precautionary measures to curb COVID-19. Not only is it good for the customer, but it does keep a safe distance between the consumer and the ministry.
0: Absolutely. So we're saving time and we're definitely making sure that we are social distancing. All service applications are reviewed and approved electronically and any fee that you would have to pay to receive the attestation are collected upon fulfilling all the relevant requirements. The most important of which is to make sure that the documents to be certified have been accredited by the authorities that they have to be accredited accredited by before applying for the service. Now, the best part about it is it's completely online. So you can go ahead and check it out on their website or through the smartphone application. And uh, you don't have to go ahead and visit the customer happiness centers. Customers will only be required to actually schedule a pickup for an additional 40 dirhams fee by calling the number six hundred five one two three four five five nine. 51234559 What's that? What, quadruple? No, quadruple is four. I don't know what's the <laughs> number. Quadruple four. is four, yes. Yeah, quadruple and one more nine. <laughs>
1: yes. So, and if you do want that uh, customer happiness center in Sharjah, mm-hmm. you can find it in the Rahmania area.
0: Mm, so, so,
1: you have one all over the Emirates. In for every Char- Emirate, yeah. In, a, in every Emirate. And in Sharjah, you'll find it in Rahmania area. the The center of attestation is located there.
0: Absolutely. And for those of you who are wondering what services are they offering in terms of attestation, there's a variety of different types of official documents. So you're looking at different diplomas, bachelor degrees, anything that you would have to attest, you go ahead and do it online, any invoices, all these services. Do ensure the authenticity of a seal and signature on any document and paper that is issued in the UAE or abroad. We're just gonna mention the website once again if you would like to go ahead and check it out. It's www.mofaic.gov.ae, or you can check out the Smart app, which is UAE M O F A I C. Omnia. Yes.
1: I think it's time. It is for the eye of the tiger.
0: For the Eye of the Tiger? The Eye
1: of the Tiger. Uh,
0: let me see if I can get Because that
1: <laughs> we're talking about TikTok and how it's getting partial reprieve as the U.S. court has temporarily blocked a ban on downloads. Now, the TikTok fight battle between the U.S. President Donald Trump and TikTok and ByteDance and Oracle and Microsoft, it's a big, it's a like Game of Thrones, Omnia. It is Game there's of a, Thrones. There's a lot of killing. There's a lot of backstabbing in a sense, in a way. But President Donald Trump's ban on TikTok was temporarily blocked by a federal judge which dealt a blow to the government in its showdown with the popular chinese-owned app that says it is a threat to national security
0: so yesterday was actually a very important day in the tiktok drama because there were talks on the app actually being completely banned in the u.s yesterday and we were all waiting on the morning hearing to decide whether the u.s can go ahead with its ban on the video sharing app, TikTok. ByteDance, which is TikTok's Chinese owner, has asked the court to block the ban, which was set to begin on Sunday night, even though it was trying to pursue different approvals from the government for the sale of a stake in its U.S. operations to Oracle and Walmart under a lot of pressure from President Donald Trump.
1: Now, Omnia, this does remind me of the O.J. Simpson case, which was the trial of the century Mm -hmm. and I think this is the new trial of the century, Omni, because oh TikTok, TikTok is huge. <laughs>
0: it is and huge. And you have
1: the U.S. president going head to head with judges in courts. I think this is one of the first times we've ever witnessed something like this. And, I mean, we've been seeing that President Donald Trump has given due dates and bans, and then he says, okay, listen, I'm mm. going I'm going to give it a little bit more time. And then the federal judge says, no, wait, you can't ban it. And then Biden is like, no, wait, we're not going to sell it to Microsoft. Is going crazy. I me mean, I cannot it even is. wrap my mind around the craziness of this this deal. Now, ByteDance is fighting the Trump administration in court as it does pursue its approval for the sale of stake in the U.S. business to Oracle and Walmart. But the ruling on Sunday doesn't affect a November 12th deadline for the sale. So it's not affecting the sale so far mm. as we know, but it's affecting the download.
0: So we do have to wait up until November 12th to see whether or not the ban was actually going to be completely official. Now, TikTok's owner, ByteDance, did request the hold after the president ordered the app out of American stores Unless the company sold a stake in its U.S. operations to a domestic buyer Which luckily, Oracle and Walmart did save the day And they definitely gave President U.S. Trump a slice of the cake People who don't have the app yet wouldn't have been able to get it And those who already have it would not have access to updates that are needed to ensure that it's working very much smoothly So this would be the worst case scenario if the app was banned from the App Store and the Google Play Store so will we get to that, you know, worst I don't think so. case scenario? I don't, I, don't,
1: I don't think so. I think this is all just kind of a big sham mm. right now just to put pressure under ByteDance so they can, uh, I mean, when you have, when you put pressure mm. on a company, they might not have so much leverage to sell the company mm. at a higher price and thus forcing them to sell it at a lower price. And thus it makes TikTok, it makes uh, the U.S. government win Oracle and walmart as we do know mm. oracle and walmart have big ties with the u.s government and obviously president donald trump was a big businessman and he still is a big businessman so he obviously does know the owners of oracle and walmart and they're doing a deal right now trust me there's a lot of things on top of the table and a lot of things under, under the it. table. us in at 4215 Doroslav, let us know what you think about this whole scenario and if you're excited as well for the foreign ministry launching that e uh, that smart service
0: yes indeed coming up on future talk we have lots and lots to discuss On Twitter, they are bringing a brand new feature that is called Read Before You Retweet. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back.
1: You're listening to
0: Pulse 95. Pulse
1: 95. Pulse 95. That's all around.
0: What's worth a click and download? In the age of coronavirus, social media platforms are trying to do their part in fighting off misinformation. And we've definitely seen the impact that false news and fake news and false information has had on the audience of these platforms because they definitely spread a lot of fear in the hearts of many. But Twitter is trying to do its part by encouraging everyone to read before they retweet. That goes for articles. That goes for other people's social media posts whenever they want to repost them on Twitter.
1: Yes, Omnia. Twitter says it is working on bringing it to read the article before you retweet it. prompt to all of its users. And soon enough, it will come out. Now, the company did begin testing the prompt in June, which does show up when people go to retweet a story they haven't clinked through to actually read. So Twitter will know if you clicked on the story or not. So if you haven't clicked on it and you're just retweeting (laughs) it because you read the headline, you're going to be having that prompt that says, have you read it or not? Now, Twitter does say its motivation to help promote informed discussion. Now, headlines don't often tell the whole story And can even be actively misleading, which does encourage people to at least read the article they're sharing. And it does seem like a smart way to promote media literacy and stop some of the knee-jerk reactions that can make misinformation viral. Now, Omni and I have been talking a lot about misinformation, misleading titles, and a lot of just not misleading, false information that's being spread on social media because... Well, people don't check the facts, and some people actually—they like to spread misinformation. They like to cause uh, disasters.
0: I agree with you, and a lot of the times, as you mentioned, Hani, headlines don't tell the full story. Just like we say, don't judge a book by its cover. Do not judge a do not judge an article by its headline. A lot of the times, many of these articles that have catchy headlines like you know this is the cure of covid-19 or this can cure your flu or whatever one of any of those sensationalized uh, headlines can definitely not tell the full story of the article and this is exactly why twitter is encouraging all of its what, what do you What do you call people who tweet? Tweeps. Tweeps. It's encouraging all those tweeps to go ahead and read every article before they go ahead and retweet it. And honestly, Twitter shouldn't even be encouraging us to do that. That should be something that comes from within. But they are trying to give us that little push to give us that little help. And the reason behind it is to. Get us to, you know, discuss things with other individuals, but with an informed Mm. mind rather than a sensationalized mind. Right now, this prompt is currently being tested on Android, so it hasn't yet uh, arrived to the iOS platforms. But whenever you retweet an article that you have not opened on Twitter, they will ask you to open it at first. But my question is, what if you go ahead and open it? But not really, you know. You just skim through it. You don't really actually read word for word.
1: I mean, I don't think uh, Twitter has that. Uh, that AI, that, that, that smart that, AI, that option to see if you've read it true. word for word. But again, we have to remember, ladies and gentlemen, that media outlets want the most clicks because when you're getting a click on that website, obviously there are advertisers on that website, true, and that media outlet does win or does earn money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, a lot of media outlets would make a very catchy or what we like to call clickbait title Mm -hmm. now some people will click on it to read what said about but some people just because of the title they would retweet and thus causing chaos so remember ladies and gentlemen don't judge a book by its cover just like omnia said and always just because a headline says something Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's necessarily true because some people sometimes in a headline they'll put things out of context true and for example if Hani says one two three four I can say Hanny said four, three, two, one. Absolutely, but I said it one, two, three. It, it's a big example, but in they got gen- the point. <laughs> you guys got the point. It's a, in general we do have to remember that not everything we read online is true. And if you want your facts for about coronavirus, about something that's happening, something serious, first of all, take it from any government website, any mm. government certified Twitter account. Now Twitter has certified government accounts that will say a us or uae or whatever country government official account thus giving the factuality of the tweet so we do have to remember to see and 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 kind of just take our information very very lightly but at the same time fact check we always have to fact check if you see something on twitter google it first see where the the source is coming from because omnia we see a lot of websites like the onion Mm. the onion is a, is is a is a, is a uh, what's it called
0: yellow the, journalism not
1: yellow journal i think it was a it was the a,
0: Sun, Daily Mail, all the, of those. They're not the, necessarily trusted.
1: Yes, not tr- not trusted. Like the the, the the Onion was like a, a website where they just spread fake things just for the fun of it. True. Yes. And
0: that's the thing. You know, with a lot of those websites, uh, if you don't double check the sources that you're uh, getting your news from. I
1: remembered the word. What is it? Parody. Parody. Oh, yeah, it was okay, a parody yeah. website. It was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't get <laughs> it. Yeah, the Onion is a parody website that gets a lot of clicks on the And they'll, they'll, they'll type a full on three article story. Just And it's all fake.
0: Yeah, and the thing is that's how they make money They out make of those money. articles. Out of those
1: clicks. So always fact-check your, uh, your, your links.
0: Absolutely. And Twitter actually shared the results that they gained from putting up that prompt to encourage people to go ahead and read the article before they retweet it. So some of the results from the initial test of this feature actually showed that people were more inclined to open the article when they saw that message pop up. So about... The prompt opened articles 40% more often than before And the overall proportion of people opening articles before retweeting increased by 33% Twitter also did add that some people did not retweet the article after opening it up So that actually goes ahead to show that this is actually working out. When people go ahead and read the article before they retweet it, mm. they may just change their mind about it. Mm. Now, Twitter did say that it's working on bringing these prompts, that reminder to go ahead and read the article before you tweet, retweet it to everyone globally soon. And that in the future, it will be appearing a little bit smaller than it is right now because, you know, Twitter does get that you get it by then. <laughs>
1: Yes, Omnia, 100%. Now, again, we always have to remember, what did they always teach us in school, ladies and gentlemen? Mm. Find If someone tells you something, you can't just take their word for it. True. You have to find the source of it. Like if Omnia says, hey, honey, the teacher says that we don't have class tomorrow. <laughs> the teacher said that, okay, I'll let me go double, check, the with the, double check with the teacher. Always remember, ladies and gentlemen, to go back to your to the source and always get from the source, don't let people mislead you because misleading has caused a lot of lives to be lost.
0: Absolutely. And, and Twitter has definitely done a lot of efforts to try and limit misinformation. One of them most recently has been Warning users before they send offes- offensive replies or even giving people the option to limit who they reply to on their tweets. Let us know. Have you seen the feature yet? Because it is out on Android devices as far as we know. So let us know your thoughts about it. Text us in at 4215. Do it this a lot or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. But coming up on Future Talk, we still have lots and lots to offer for all of you. Because we're going to be talking all about... Magic wands fighting off COVID-19 and airplanes. Don't we all miss airplanes? I definitely do. Uh,
1: I think it's been two years for me.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. So even before before that years yeah. Way before Corona. I don't
1: fly that much, but trust me, once this COVID-19 pandemic is over, you guys see me in the Bahamas.
0: Lots and lots is coming up. Keep Pulse 95 locked. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. This
1: We're talking about Japan, ladies and gentlemen, and how their futuristic taxis are trying to combat the coronavirus. Now, a new fleet of taxis in the Japanese capital, Tokyo, do contain air purification systems that can trap and kill airborne virus particles, along with a host of other high-tech features now i'm in it i'm in it to win it i love futuristic cars
0: i definitely agree with you on that one i mean my dream car would be to get a tesla just because of how sleek and futuristic man. it looks
1: man omnia i was seeing the tesla the other day and i was thinking i mean if i had the money i would buy one but they're pre- they're pretty expensive they are I'm, expensive the base model does go i think their cheapest model does go for around dirhams. Oh God. and that is basic without autopilot
0: Man, so, oh, autopilot
1: man. alone, I think it'll cost you around 20,000 dirhams. But is
0: autopilot add, even allowed to be driving Yeah, here?
1: Yeah, there is. And the most expensive mm. Tesla only I think I saw was around 600,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I mean, if I had the money... It's I'd,
0: definitely an investment.
1: I, I'd jump into it. I mean, they look nice and fleet. But Tokyo is doing a futuristic taxi, which I'm in it because... I love when futuristic things do come to public transportation as well.
0: I agree with you on that one. But what I love even more is when futuristic cars can make us feel safer. Because this Tokyo taxi is a piece of technology that will be making a lot of visitors feel safe as they return to the city. Now... What's interesting about it is it was actually in the works last year, but a lot of companies have been pushing it more and more often to try and make sure that it is coming in handy during the COVID-19 pandemic. So what does what makes this futuristic taxi so futuristic? First off. It has a high-tech touchscreen. It has payment devices that are built in within the taxi. But also, the most important feature that makes it safe is the fact that it has an air purification system that can trap and kill all of the airborne COVID-19 viral particles. Now, anyone who knows how easily it is to spread or how easily does COVID-19 spread knows that taxis is definitely a hotspot because you have people... Leaving coming the taxi, in out, yeah. coming in, the drivers, the passengers—you just never know where the particles would be.
1: And only not a lot of people know that, but COVID-19 has been transmitted through air conditioning units. Yes. Now, now some buildings and some offices have one air conditioning unit. Yeah. So let's say, for example, I keep coughing, and mm-hmm. in my apartment, and uh, the air condition is connected to the second apartment next to me there is a chance of me transmitting covid 19 to my neighbor just through the air conditioning and this is where panasonic does come in because panasonic's air purifiers are fitted inside the air conditioning units on japan's dashboard and in the back seat now panasonic does say that this technology can inhibit up to 99.99 percent of viruses now, that is a big stretch. It now, is. The only reason why they're not saying 100% Omnia is for lawsuit purposes. True. So they're so trustworthy. They, they, they're they trusting their product so much that they've went to that number. And it does this by taking the air within a space, filtering it of any harmful microparticles, such as bacteria, mold, and then releasing clean air. Now, it is not foolproof uh, not a foolproof tool to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, but... This purification system is valuable. Now, that's the key word valuable on public transportation, which is given the airborne nature of this virus.
0: Absolutely. So not only are you going to be riding safely, but you're you're also getting this extra layer of safety with all of those purification systems. But you know what's my favorite part about this taxi is how friendly it is to all the foreigners and tourists coming into Japan. Because If you're a foreigner trying to catch a taxi in Japan, using this taxi, you'll be able to communicate with the driver by using wearable instant translation devices. So you'll have one of those wearable translation devices on your wrist, and the driver will know exactly where you are headed next, without you know, without the need to use Google Translate wherever you go. Mm. But they can also be driverless, which is also another interesting feature about it. Now. The driverless aspect of these taxis is still in the works to make sure that all the ethics are you know in set in, in stone and to make sure that a lot of the the yeah. restrictions about having autopilot cars mm-hmm. on the street is definitely a little bit more complicated than what we have to offer right now mm-hmm. but let's talk a little bit about the boot of the taxi because this boot has more space for luggage mm-hmm. it has a much larger window so you can get a better view of the city and the seats are also heated.
1: Yeah, I mean now, see, uh, going back to the autopilot and uh, yeah, and, and uh, driverless car. Now I do believe Japan has been working on roads that are specifically made for driverless cars. Yes. Now they're they're making these roads where I don't. In think...
0: China as well, they were actually announcing them.
1: Now this is what I love about Asia. Asia is very big on the future. China and Japan, to be exact, they're very big on the future. And they're making and they're creating these roads where not allowed of third-party interference is coming in. For example, motorcycles, bicycles, mm. pedestrians. There is going to be a designated area for these pedestrians to be in. And they have no contact with the road, thus making it a very smooth route or and smooth safe travel. J- safe journey, a smooth route for these driverless cars. And I love that. Now my dad went to Japan, mm. I I believe last year. And he was telling me that everything, every anything you wanted to do, you can all you can do it on with your smartphone. Whether Absolutely. it was a, booking a train ticket, you, could, you didn't have to walk in a line or anything. Booking a train ticket, telling the times, getting a taxi, you could get it through your phone. I'm not talking about Uber. I'm talking about getting it the through Google Maps. Text. Oh wow! Google Maps. That's how futuristic japan is and with with all these things we have to remember i always keep saying this and i keep repeating myself but coronavirus is not going anywhere soon yeah so it's not that we can't stop the world and say okay we're all good as quarantine until it's over no we have to learn to live with it and take the preventive and precautionary measures to battle covid19 and still live a very valuable and successful life and that's what is japan is doing that's what the uae is doing that's what most of the world is doing saying we're going to live beside the coronavirus and battle it and take the preventive and precaution measures. And I love seeing technology being implemented in these type of works.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, going back to the point about how different forms of technology are widespread in Japan. Tourists who are found in Japan who want to know more information about, you know, one of the what are the best scenes or sites that they should go ahead and check out, they can actually ask robots moving around in the city of Japan mm. so that they're not interacting with human beings. So if you need information about public transport or any other topic, All you need to do is call human support robots. Um, These machines have touch screens that spectators can access. They're also complemented by mascot robots that actually greet all of the spectators and mm. athletes these human humanoid robots can even film live action things and beam it to other locations and field support robots that can retrieve the items that are thrown by athletes during different events and we all know that japan i think is actually uh, planning to do one of its one of the olympic events yes uh, very soon so mm. Mm. they're prepping themselves, prepping themselves with yes. all of the tech that they need so that they can still carry out this event even with the presence of COVID-19.
1: Now, Omnia, if you could travel to any Asian country, which country would it be?
0: Hmm, It's going to be a tough choice between China and Japan.
1: Mm, but if you had one choice only? I think... China. China. Okay. Yeah. I would travel <laughs> to Japan. I love the Japanese culture. Mm. I love I love what they're doing. And I I, I love I love how it's very China is futuristic. I'll give you that. Yeah. But Japan gives me a different type of calling because I mean just the, the aesthetic of Tokyo. Just going to Tokyo, seeing all these people moving around. I mean, I I, I want to go there. So I ma- want I want to I want to I want to visit, especially because of Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, oh, <laughs> 2005, 2004. That movie it made me fall in love with Japan. Four two one five Well, Let us know what you think. Would you like to get in a futuristic taxi in Tokyo, in Japan, or even in anywhere around the world? Let us know. Four two one five dortslaw. If you cannot text them for any reason possible, at Pulse 95 Radio on Instagram. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about a magical wand. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Pulse95. Gadget
0: of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse95. Having a magic wand has got to be the dream of many children growing up. But what if I told you there is a magic wand that could potentially make the dream of us travelling safely and comfortably in the age of coronavirus become a reality now uv wands and ultraviolet light in general has become one of the most recent forms of trying to fight the spread of covid19 we've seen uv ray robots disinfecting offices we've seen them in hospitals but the most recent of them all has got to be this uv wand that is being used and companies aircraft makers one of them being boeing is working towards all the companies that are working on those UV wands to help disinfect the interior of airplanes.
1: Now, speaking about those robots, Omnia, I think my favorite robot of them all was Violet, the ultraviolet (laughs) robot that was being used in Spain to disinfect hospitals. Now, Boeing did spend six months transforming an idea for the wand into a working model and Healthy, Healthy, which is the, the company that Boeing is working with, will now take that prototype and make it available to the world at large now this technology will be available for airlines before the end of this year and the other company will produce and distribute the commercial wand helping airlines combat the the coronavirus now i love what's going on right now because with ultraviolet light, first number one, it's quick. Yes. And it's easy, and you're not going to have that residue stuck on the the tables. Like the,
0: with sanitizer and yeah. disinfectant liquid.
1: Because sometimes, you're, for fabrics, for example, yeah, how are you going? You guys sp- spray sanitizer on a fabric? It's kind of it's a little bit harder. But with UV light, it does make it much easier. Now this technology uh, is in addition to sanitizing and protective measures already in place, mm-hmm. which do include the use of high-efficiency particle air filters that do trap more than 99.9% of particulates and prevent them from recirculating back to the cabin. So this yeah. is just an extra feature being added to the preventive and precautionary measures it's not going to cover everything but you know the saying omnia you can never it's better to be safe than sorry sorry.
0: absolutely now this uv wand is actually designed to be much more effective than many similar devices that are based on ultraviolet light so it can quickly disinfect different surfaces on an airplane it can even strengthen other layers of protection for all the passengers and crews on it now the device is not meant to be used alone so you're not going to be expecting the device to be yes. you know taking the place of face masks or even sanitizers so it's going to be used in addition to all of the sanitizing mm. and protective measures that are found mm. already in place mm. it does use a lot of ultraviolet lights we're talking about about 222 nanometers so this hopefully will kill all the pathogens very effectively let us know your thoughts so, would you feel safer to travel in an airplane that uses a uv wand mm. or would you rather keep the travel on pause until COVID-19 leaves our lives
1: so, so Omni, do you know which was the first airliner to evaluate the device it was Abu Dhabi mm. Itihad Airways it was the first uh, airliner to use the v- device and demonstrate the UV wand and it does clean uh, sanitize a flight deck in less than 15 minutes so it's quick and easy and we had the UAE doing it first so it is amazing but Talk about strength, Omnia. (laughs) We're talking about the Halftime Show. The only place to be at three with Omar ad We got him in the studio. Tell us, brother, what do we expect today on the Halftime Show? Well, on the show today, we've got UFC Fight Island happening in the UAE. So that's going to be talking about Adesanya, who is the champion. We talk about the best fighters. I know you want to say something. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me, ask me the question now, Honey, and we can do a teaser for the people on the show. Tell me what's up. Nothing. I mean, I saw I saw the fight, the two fights live, the the, the, the main event and the co-main event live. Okay. And uh, surprised. How were you surprised? Huh? Because because we know Paulo Costa closes the distance and he went against Yoel Romero, who we know is a savage in the arena, and he had no problem closing the distance and being in his face. And we know how hard Yoel Romero has that punching power, mm-hmm. and Paulo Costa wasn't afraid of him. But with Adesanya, he was taking his time, picking his shots, and he got knocked out. Well, that's one thing, but also the leg kicks, there's something called a fight IQ. Yeah, fight, uh, at a Science fire IQ, they do say it's one of the highest, if not the best. Absolutely. And if you're wondering weight. what kind of language we're speaking, we are <laughs> speaking about... Uh, is this, is know, this English? Yeah, specific <laughs> athletes and when it comes down to their education in the sport. So I guess you're going to have to stay tuned to find out exactly what's happening on the Halftime Show. I'm today. excited. I'm going to be tuning in.
0: Well, lots and lots is going to be in store in just a few moments on the Halftime Show. But make sure you catch us once again tomorrow, same time, same place on Future Talk. We wish you a blessed afternoon. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.